0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Gifts and Giggles. Today, we have Miss Fatima Barnes. She is a beauty and business strategist, and she also is the owner of Ambition Academy. Fatima, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself, please?
1: Yes, yes. Well, thank you for having me. My name is Fatima Barnes, as you said, and I am a business coach and business strategist, owner of the Ambition Academy. And I primarily help those beauty brands, specifically beauty brands that are stagnant. While I have a wealth of different kinds of businesses, that's kind of like my passion area there. So I typically help beauty brands who are stagnant turn their businesses around, totally transform at a high level to build a autopilot system that allows them to attract customers. So myself and my team work really closely with my clients in doing that and that is essentially what i do every day but outside of that i am a wife a dog mom and just a lover of life and and traveling and all good things as well so that is pretty much about me so
0: i love it so i have a question fatima what made you get into this field what made you want to become a coach especially in the beauty field
1: okay so it's really crazy. I always tell people, God, sometimes like okay. your, your purpose leaves cl- clues for you throughout your entire life, and you just mm-hmm. don't catch it until it's time for you to catch it, and you can't run from it anymore. So for me, I always wanted to be. I grew up just watching a lot of the '90s shows and just seeing like the women in the suits, like the Boomerangs, and just I used okay. to Sex in the City, and just seeing that life. I used to be like. Oh, I want, I want a career where I can do that and I can just be that. So it was always in me. I was always naturally. Thanks think somebody tried. Okay. Am I here? Yes. Um, I was naturally business savvy as well. So naturally mm-hmm. when I went to college, I went to school for business. And I always just had a special place of just like wanting to help other people with their businesses. But at the time I felt like, I can't help people with their businesses if I've never owned one myself. And so I worked for large corporations, but I found a job doing just that, which was actually consulting small businesses through another agency working with million dollar brands and doing that exact work that I do now every day. And so when I was there, that gave me that fulfillment of actually doing it. And it was good until it wasn't good. You know, corporate America is corporate America at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I decided to start my own beauty brand at the time. And I did that. And I felt like after so long, while it was successful, it it grew. It had all the success. It just wasn't for me. It was more of like a, that's not even what I really wanted to do kind of thing. But I wanted to be an entrepreneur. So that was the route that I took. But that gave me a lot of experience that led me to helping other women. So I took some time off. I, I let go of the company because I didn't feel like it was it was for me anymore. I was able to quit on my own terms though, which is what I love. And then from there, I took a break, just focused on traveling, traveling the world and all these different things. And during the pandemic, I tried to run from it and I was told to speak, share what I knew about, all, about business with others. And it woke me up out of the middle of the night and I couldn't sleep. Like you need to go live, you need to talk about it. So from there, once I did that, it was very apparent why people started asking me, like, well, can you help me? Can you help me? And it just turned into what it is today. And it's crazy how it started off as just that. And now it's a team of five of us. We're servicing so many more clients. We are, you know, it's it's amazing sometimes of how it's grown. But I tried to run from it. And I always wanted to do it. But I didn't really fully do it until I had no choice. (laughs) It felt like, like, really more this crazy, it's amazing
0: sometimes. It sounds like it, but you can't run from your purpose. You can't. You can't. You definitely can't. can't. So, what I really like about you, I feel as if you, you sell kind of like an aesthetic of becoming her. Like, when I was looking at a few of your videos, like, it looks like, girl, you is living the life. Everything is what people want to be. Speaking to that young lady that's looking up to you, what type of advice would you give her for becoming her? Oh, wow.
1: It's crazy that you say that, because I never look at it that way. I always just, you know, I just live and I don't think about it that way until someone says that to me. Um, And so I always still kind of feel like I'm currently still in this process of becoming, I guess you could say. Um, Okay. Still in this journey of becoming. Um, and so for me, the, the one thing that I could say to that girl that looks up to me, cause I do hear that from people all the time, like, oh, wow, you inspire me, you, you me, you just doing what you do, um, it's to heal, heal, heal yourself. Um, mm-hmm. it's there. I feel like my own healing journey of, you know, being able to look in the mirror and hold myself accountable and, and you know, address those sides of me that's not so pretty, that's not so photo perfect, that element of me, I think when I started really my healing journey, because my earlier successes, I feel were more externally motivated. I got to do this. I got something to prove, you know, I I grew up poor. Mm. I didn't have, you know, so it was more like a a true external motivation. But then when I started healing myself through therapy and, and different coaching and things like that. That is where my, you know, my motivations turned more internal. It turned okay. more impacting the lives of others. It turned more into just healing myself so that I can be a, a resource for others. But a lot of times I think that we make decisions and things like that based off of things that we don't even realize is trauma that's in, impacting us. And if mm-hmm. we don't do that, every single thing that we do in life is going to be impacted. Whether it's business, whether it's relationships, whether it's friendships, the things that we don't so that I would say has really, really, really impacted me the most because I deal with me. I address me in the mirror every day. I hold myself accountable. And I stay in a space of gratitude because if you look at everything as this negative, this this negative thing, everything is wrong, 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 or you look and you play more of a victim mentality, that's what you're mm. like. So I guess it's understanding that you actually have the power to create your your reality. You have the power. You don't have to stay in situations that you don't want to be in. You have the power to have the power to create the life that you want. So really envisioning what that looks like. What does that life look like for me? Not to somebody else, not what this person feels like it should be, not what, but actually sitting with yourself and what what does that life look like that you actually want? writing that down and being very clear about what that looks like and saying no to anything that doesn't fit quite. Yes. Honest. Um, <laughs> and easier said than done. That's why I said it's a, it's really a healing journey within itself to get to that place. But you just got to be clear about what you want and unapologetic about it. Cause what I might want might be totally different than what you want or somebody else wants. So you have to just define what that looks like for you or else you will allow external, people, factors, motivations, determine what your life can be. And I think it's about taking that power back and knowing.
0: It. Yeah. I felt like you were talking to me personally right there. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I That's speaking towards me, especially with my own journey with, through my podcast and then producing other shows as well. Knowing what that vision is, is very important and making sure you're sticking with it. Mm-hmm. But we talk about the fun side, the becoming her but sometimes with being an entrepreneur, people don't realize the hard work that comes in behind that. Can you discuss, like, maybe some of the ugly side, especially being a beauty strategist? Like, is there anybody you can't work with? You ever had to turn somebody away? Absolutely.
1: <laughs> I think turning people away, I think that is what makes and helps you be a stronger entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. The reason that is when you have a vision and you have a very strong, clear hold on what it is that you want and you can get comfortable saying no to everything it's about not getting to a place where you operate out of desperation sometimes Mm because that's sometimes the biggest kicker is like we operate out of lack and desperation and we limit ourselves and what we believe in so as soon as somebody comes along that wants to give us some money because we like i need this or i want this and this is what i'm trying to do we're quick to okay i'll take but I'm not going to get a headache for the money. Like, I'm not burning myself out for the money. I I am I'm very fully planted and aware of believing that no matter what kind of business you have, you can attract your tribe. The right people will flock to you if you stand on that. And so mm-hmm. sometimes the not so pretty part is I, I have had to have conversations that I don't think that we're going to be a good fit. But I can refer you to somebody else. It's just not worth the headache. It's not worth the right. headache not in alignment for what is for the greater good of what I'm trying to build. And so you got to get comfortable. Having tough conversations, I think is the hardest part. I think that's why a lot of people, there's a lot that goes into the back end. That's why a lot of people don't survive. You know, they say each certain markets are oversaturated. They say that about every market, right? Mm But it's not that it's saturated at the top. The bottom is saturated, right? Like, no, not many people are willing to do the kind of work that it takes to move you to the top because it's very much a mental, spiritual, and emotional transformation journey within itself. And so business isn't as, in, as inherently hard as we make it out to be. The process is the same. You attract a bunch of people to what you have. You package it up a certain way. You sell it, right? It's, it doesn't matter the industry. That's not the hard mm. part. The hard part is the mental, the physical, the emotional, that aspect of it. That's the most difficult part. And it's not always fun because as you are trying to grow a business, especially to a certain level, and you're trying to be at the top of whatever it is that you do. It No.
0: What happened? Mm -hmm.
1: She'll be right back with us. It just started cutting out for whatever reason. But that it makes you uncomfortable and it pushes you and it it is the most uncomfortable feeling. And as soon as you get comfortable again, you're back to being uncomfortable again because you got to learn some things about yourself. You have to address those things about yourself. And that's what makes it difficult. And so I don't think business itself is hard. I think the mental aspect of it is probably the hardest part because a lot of the things that, we don't address within ourselves can show up in our business if you have mm. a problem setting boundaries in your real life you'll have a problem setting boundaries in your business it doesn't turn off and on. it's literally the same. If you have a problem with you know being clear about what you want in your real life you can't possibly be clear about what you want in business and so growing a business is very much having to grow yourself and i tell my clients all the time your business only grows at the level that your mind does So if your mind is not growing and if it's not stretching and if it's not uncomfortable, then that's the level that your business is going to stay because the moves that you make are directly tied to that belief that you have and tied to what it is that you're doing. So every move that I make in my business, if if it doesn't scare you, if your goals don't scare you, it's not big enough, right? If they Mm -hmm. don't stretch you, they're not big enough. If you don't feel uncomfortable, you're not doing enough. And that's how I look at it. And so I think that I would say that's kind of the hardest part about business really is that that mental part that a lot of people just, they want it quick, they want it fast, they want to see it right away, they think that results are going to be overnight, they don't realize how much work really goes into the back end of, you know, you might be passionate about this, this might be your craft of the business, but you still got to learn another side of business that you might not necessarily want to learn, you have to learn how to be a CEO, that's not the same thing. Um, as being a, a small business owner per se. You have to make certain decisions that are are different, certain moves that you would have to make. And so I think that everybody want to be a boss until everybody got to be a boss.
0: For sure. Um,
1: and when it comes to, to you know, they got to be paid for investing in this, making certain decisions, making certain moves, and, and really scaring yourself sometimes. Sometimes I scare myself of, you know, how crazy this this journey can be but it's worth it because i know that i wouldn't have grown like you if you're not the type of person who is okay with being mediocre then you're going to be uncomfortable and you're Mm -hmm. going to be stretched and you're going to be pushed so many different ways so yeah that's the not so pretty side that's why i I back to healing you because you have to work through that stuff in order to work through your business so Every level of stagnancy and season that you go in, go through in your business, because you're gonna have those those seasons, you have to ask, what's the lesson that I'm supposed to learn within this? Because it's usually a mental thing that you have to address to get you to the next level. So those seasons, if you're if you're someone who is sitting in that season and you're more so complaining of this isn't working, it doesn't work, it's saturated. You you blame outward instead of saying, okay, what am I supposed to learn in this? You will struggle.
0: You really will. So. Okay. So I have a question. What is your thing when people come to you and they're like, Fatima, I need your help. What is your go-to thing where you're like, oh baby, you need my help? (laughs) Oh wow. (laughs) What is, what's your key things? Because I know everyone, what I love about the beauty industry is, you know, there's different things. People got eyelashes, hair, Nails, especially those, what do you call it? The press on nails, that's real big right now. Like yes. when you look at someone's website and you're like, uh, yeah, you definitely need my help. What is your go-to?
1: <laughs> so those outwardly things that I can automatically off is, see is the messaging, the branding. Even if that that's gonna automatically because it's not about if someone did it like if their message. I can tell right away. Your messaging be so super clear that I know immediately if I'm going to shop with you or not. Um, And if people don't have it very, very clear and they look like everybody else who's selling the same thing, I immediately know off top through your branding, your branding like everybody else, your marketing like everybody that's selling similar products and services. I sometimes can't even... Up, if I scroll down my timeline and see, you know, 10 people selling body, they're all same things. They're all creating the same content. I can immediately see that aspect because you, it, it, it's you can't market the way that people market in twenty fifteen. In twenty, true. So the I noticed that for me, the biggest thing where I'm like, oh yeah, you need my help, is when I can clearly see that you look like everybody that stands out about your business. And if I do that, that's and if I'm confused, because confused buyers don't buy. They just mm-hmm. don't. So if it's confusing, if it looks like everybody else, then you're losing people more than likely from buying from you. So that's that go-to thing is like, if I can't tell immediately who you're, who you're for, what you do, what problem you saw for me, I, I, If I can't tell, your customers can't tell. Therefore, they're not buying. So that's how I know a lot of the times. And usually when I, I can see certain marketing efforts that they're making or certain things that they're doing to try to market their business, usually it's a lot of times a focus on followers and you know, those aspects of it, promo and all of these different things. If I see certain marketing that you're doing, I can off, t- off top tail. If if you're only making money at a pop-up shop, you need me, right? Because okay. you need a system that is going to keep people flowing, growing online. And if you're only making money when you're physically present, that's, that's an issue where you need me. Um, so I, those are some of the things that I can kind of see where I'm like, oh, absolutely. you You
0: absolutely need me. So Fatima, also, more on Ambition Academy. So for the girls listening, for the girls and the guys who are listening right now, who are in the beauty industry, how do they get into Ambition Academy? Like, is there a process? Is it, what is it? Like, it's really like a school session? Like, how do we join? <laughs> yeah,
1: it is very, it's, it's you have to book a discovery call with me first, and I'll tell you why I do that, because sometimes some coaches or whoever, sometimes we misdiagnose our own problems, and we don't realize it. Mm diagnosing it. So we we go after the wrong solutions and we invest in the wrong solutions that we think we know what the problem is. So what I like to do is you can book a discovery call with me. On that call, I'm really just trying to get to know more about your business, where you're at, what you've done, what problems you're having, what are your goals, and seeing if that aligns with what I have to offer and if I am the right fit for you as well. So that's really what we're doing on that call and if it makes sense only if it makes sense do we talk about here's the program how do you join and all of that I, it's an amazing program I'll be honest because it is a it's I love that it's a small intimate group of women who I, I coach so I know what's going on with you at any moment like hey girl from last week you was working on this now what's going on like I love that. <laughs> It, as opposed to it being 2,000 people in there, or you know, I like that. So, you they will book a discovery call with me if they if it for both of us and what I have to offer is a line, then they can join immediately um, and get set up. And so, we work together over 16 weeks, but I do have clients that are like, I just feel like I don't want to leave, so they, they <laughs> continue to pay or something like that. So, that's an option as well, but it is a full program. That 16 weeks are building out some elements we do for you and then some most elements we do with you to make sure that you're implementing the information correctly. And my team is is doing a lot of things as well. So that's really how it works because I I like that exclusiveness of it, of making sure that those people are gonna be the right fit and that they don't feel like I invested my money into her and this isn't even what I needed. Like I have to make sure that is what you need. You have to make sure that it you it feels good to you as well. And that is what you need so that you're vested in it and that you get the right results that you're looking for.
0: I love it. So with Ambition Academy, with it being on the midway year part, what's what's next? What's coming up for you?
1: Okay. So I do have a new live workshop that I'm ready to do this coming next week, actually, June the 9th. So I'll be doing okay. that it's going to be a brand brand new content brand new workshop that I have never done before so I'm excited about that so there's always opportunities for people to connect with me through the live workshops and things that I do or workshops pre recorded as well the next big big thing that I am working on is really it's, it's expansion time for us so back okay. right, to step forward kind of thing. So I'm now getting ready to part. I've partner with some pretty big people that are like Wise Bank, which is like learn now, pay later. It's a new thing. Not any, not many coaches or creators have it. They only certain people have been in the beta test for it lately. Mm-hmm. So now I am the only coach for beauty brands that even have the ability to allow you to learn now and pay later and you can break your payments up into 12 payments. So it's something like Afterpay or Sezzle. So They only, I think it's a very small number of coaches that have been using that before they get ready to roll it out on a large scale. So I'm very happy that I sort of forced myself in the door for that because I saw the opportunity and I reached out to them and I said, no, you need me and I need you to let me be in. So I pushed my way in the door with that. But that's one partnership. Another partnership is I'm working with a, a very large company that connects my clients with I'll be one of the only ones for beauty brands on there as well as a provider of services with Range Me. And what they do is connect people who have brands to who wants to be in stores like Walgreens and and Ulta. So I will be one of the only and official ones for beauty brands on there as a service provider that if someone is not ready and they have a beauty brand and they're not ready in retail they're not retail ready we'll, we'll have an official partnership where they can send them directly to me and say this is who you need to get you ready for that because we vetted this person out we know her curriculum we know her material we know what she does we'll have you ready to be in stores you need this first so it's something that-
0: Fatima that's amazing why didn't you leave with that <laughs> I didn't even think about it so that's the thing that i working and that's what's
1: next. It's, it's not fully in the works yet, but I will like have a person event here as well in Atlanta by the end of the year too. Even if it's just a workshop in person in my office or something like that, I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well. So that's what's next for now and, and just rolling with it.
0: You say that so casually. That is really amazing because especially as a small business, like that's the goal is to get on that retail level and mm-hmm. When people see that it's actually possible, not just, you know, putting your little stickers on your Etsy shop, like taking your business to the next level. That's amazing. (laughs) And I love WISE because I'm a a payment girl myself. So, and especially when investing in yourself, everyone is. I have the coins up front. You gotta put the coins every single place that you can. So, Mm -hmm. Fatima! (laughs) (laughs) That's that's good!
1: Adore you guys. I, I reached out to those other people too, like, hey, I think sometimes we don't ask enough for, like, we, again, if you have an idea, it doesn't hurt to say, let me just ask people. I scheduled a meeting with them. I have my assistant, like, schedule a meeting with them. I see this opportunity. I need that. Mm -hmm. I think, I don't think that there's, I think, I don't think that there's a lot of that for women entrepreneurs, especially like men, they automatically don't automatically think like. They're the greatest anyway. So for men, entrepreneurs, I notice they do things differently, not afraid to like go against the grain or push the market, push themselves in certain rooms. And I've had to learn how to do that. I know a lot of it has to do with my corporate career as well, but I've definitely had to learn it being a woman in business. Like If I have an idea, I am not afraid to say, listen, you have this problem. I can help you. I can be an asset to you. You can be an asset to me. I want in. They only can tell me. So closed mouth don't get fed. Those two big partnerships have come about because they were done taking beta people for Wise Bank for sure. And I pushed myself in the door. No, okay. you, I need you. So <laughs> that's how it, it, it worked out as well. I wish that more women entrepreneurs would do that. Every time I talk to people, they're like, oh, no, I they're going to say no. Okay. At least you try.
0: You don't know where it'll right. go. Very true. Yeah. Because the worst they can say is no. Like (laughs) No,
1: if not, try again or try another way of getting to whatever this idea. I have a lot of big grand ideas in my team know it. And so if my mind is like, this is an idea I have. I want to make this work. Then I'm going to make sure that I figure out a way to, you know, do it. So if I got to send some emails and get on some calendars and schedule some meetings to make it happen and, pitch myself, then that's what I'm gonna do. If not me, then who? You know, right. I, I tell myself.
0: So Fatima, for the ladies oh, well, for the people listening, let me let me say that, because <laughs> the beauty industry goes far out, how would they sign up for Ambition Academy? Like how do we get to the discovery call level? Like how do oh, they set that
1: up? They can just click the link. I have a link in my bios or they can visit info.theambition cc.com it will take them to like a free training there's an area where they book a free discovery call right any of my links on my socials there is a link where they can actually book a discovery call so it is super super easy they'll answer a few questions and it will bring them up to my calendar i do book up pretty fast so sometimes it might not show a date right away they might got to check a couple of days later but that's how it works. It's very simple. I just book it and someone from my team will call them and reach out.
0: Love it. Booked and busy. (laughs) Well, Fatima, you have been amazing. You have really dropped some jewels in this call. So for the people listening, I will definitely put those links down below so you guys can get to her easily. And again, thank you. Thank you for being my guest on Gifts and Giggles.